<laughs> yeah, Mark. <laughs> For some reason today, as I began the day, I actually was remembering Bill Murray after the movie Ghostbusters came out, yeah. and they had to run ads because his next movie was called Razor's Edge, and it was not a fall down comedy; it was a drama. Just you know, and yeah. they actually ran as a do not come to this movie expecting to see Ghostbusters too. And yeah. I thought, how weird is it that? He would have to put that out there. He had that Ghostbusters had been so successful that he has to come out and say, This is not the same thing. I wonder if Donald Trump tried that same strategy. If he said, Look, <laughs> this is ridiculous. We're gonna go a different path. This is not this is not working. I told Mark a minute ago that one of the things in and Mark now has it posted the uh the uh, Trump indictment. And it's posted uh where where did you put it, Mark? Everywhere? Oh, it's in show notes. It's in the show notes section. Go look at it, guys. Yeah. Look at this thing and just realize that in all of the so-called, you know, all the, all the charges are just ridiculous. Yeah. But there's, there is, there's a couple of them where um, I'll give you an example because Mark and I have talked about this. There was, and I looked it up by the way, last week after we talked about it to make sure. Cause I was like, wait a minute. Did we talk about that off the air? Was this a rumor? And so I looked it up to see, did we in fact report, and I mean we being the media, not just me and Mark, but I mean the media in general, did the media report in 2020 that the State Farm Arena in Atlanta, Georgia, Fulton County, had to be shut down for a couple hours due to a water main break and voting had to stop? And it, because that was one of the tweets that Donald Trump put out, that this had happened. And in the indictment, he is accused of knowingly lying when he put that out there. And I'm like, wait a minute. We put, we, I went and looked. It's on every media site and that hasn't scrubbed it yet. You know, right. There's yeah. a lot of scrubbing going on. But the bottom line is, we report, everybody reported that in 2020, the, that that place was closed. There were a number of other things that were also reported, but Trump tweeted it out and they claimed that he knew it was a lie when he tweeted it. Therefore, it is a crime. Hmm. And if you look at all these different things, they're saying he knew it was a lie when he said it. And you're like, no, he didn't. I thought it was true. I heard, you know, we reported the same thing, Yep. but this whole Fannie Willis thing, this whole Democratic thing is about the destruction of a person for what they believe and stand for. And by the way, every other Republican is just next in line. These people Mm -hmm. will stop at nothing. They are the devil. They are evil. These are the, this is the party that believes in abortion up to the moment of birth and then lies about it to say who nobody believes that like, yes, you do. You voted for it. 47 mm-hmm. United States senators, Democrat senators voted for this in January of 2022. Yeah, voted for it. So you can't yeah. say none of you believe it. 
that's what we're fighting against. You know, who are you going to believe you or me or your lion eyes kind of thing? That's where mm-hmm. we are, Mark. And that's yeah. a bad place to be. It is exactly where we are. I, I said this last week that the American public, I think increasingly day by day is realizing that they're seeing things going on with their own eyes. Yeah. And then when they confront their uh, elected officials about it, the elected officials are, are saying, oh, that's not what happened. Right. <laughs> it's just again and again and again. No, that's I know you you might yeah. you might believe that's what happened considering what you saw. But let me explain what really happened to you. Or here's my favorite. You really don't understand how these things work. So just trust us. We've got it handled. That's my favorite. Wow. <laughs> You're an idiot. We're the experts. Trust wow. us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they've done such a great job. They've taken the bottom line always is the bottom line, friends. And we've been yeah. had. It's time. I'm, I am not by any stretch of the imagination saying I think Trump is the answer uh, because I don't. But I don't see anybody else on the horizon that has any answers. Uh, yeah. I don't see. I don't see anybody that can take the hits the way he can. And you know that has value, Mark. That has real it value. Does. I don't it see does. anybody out there that can weather that kind of storm. Can you imagine? Could Mike Pence? He was the vice president for Trump. He's already <laughs> folded. He folded like a cheap suit. He My, did. Jeff Sessions. <laughs> Jeff Sessions folded on Trump before the ink was dry on the paperwork saying your secretary is, you know, you're the, uh, yeah. what was he, the uh, attorney general. I mean, uh-huh. this is a job that he was allowed to pick because of his loyalty to Trump during the campaign. First senator to step out and support him, hosted rallies, hosted fundraisers. And the very first thing he did was politically bow down to the Democrat yeah. Party over a lie that we knew yeah. was a lie. And yeah. yet, Jeff Sessions gave in. And I'm telling you, that's what it drives me crazy that somebody I looked up to, politically speaking, did that. But if he would do it, who's next? Trump's the only guy that can take it, Mark. Any number. Practically everybody would. You know what? The Florida governor who stood up to Disney. Mm -hmm. Ron DeSantis. The Florida governor who stood up to COVID. Yeah. The Florida governor who has stood up to a lot of this Democratic garbage. He has been able to, he's been able to take the slings and arrows, hasn't he? Yes? No? I, I, Better than most. I, okay. I think when he was uh, full-time focused on his job as governor, yes. Right. Okay. I'll give it that qualification. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But now that he's in the campaign mode, that he's got the GOP behind him, mm-hmm. he's got people telling him this is what you will do and this is what you won't do. Oh. And I don't I think you. that's the case anymore. Wow. Do you think, all right, then here's the, here's the million dollar question. Is he playing along to get the nomination? And as soon as he gets it, he'll be his own guy. No, there you go. <laughs> that's the answer. All right. So Mark's it's Donald Trump spoken. No, it's, we are Donald Trump or bust. Then there you go. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. We, we got a guy who's too rich to be bought. Yeah. Who uh, they keep digging up dirt on him. And, and he, you know what? His campaign, his campaign slogan should have been yours. Yes, I did. I mean, he should have just, he should have gone ahead and said and, and tried it out all of the bimbos that they were going to go uh, ahead and try it out against him. You know, he should have gone really? ahead and just said, yes, I did. Yes, it's we like, did. Yes. Oh yeah. I heard. Yes, we did. Yeah. He should have just gone ahead and done it because you know, they can't do anything to I him because it, you know of what I was that, thinking? You know? The one thing that really burned him was Stormy Daniels. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. This is a guy who, you know, been married and divorced on an, on an international stage, has done some really stupid things with women. Sure, sure. And, you know, you're going to pay a woman to shut up? I, I mean, that yeah. does not, it makes no sense to buy silence at this stage yeah. of the game. 
Yeah. Right. Especially with somebody. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like wow. that, you know, yeah. who, who, uh, who your, your payment for her silence mm-hmm. will be held and honored until a better payment comes right. along. It's just that old joke, you know, yes. would you sleep with me for a million bucks? You know, or, no, would you sleep with me for $10? What do you think I am? I know what you are. We're negotiating, you know? Right. Yes. Yeah. All right. So Donald Trump, Mark, um, his campaign says that it raised over $7 million since the mugshot. What do you and think? Who, say, who said this would happen? Yeah. That would have been little old me. I yeah. wouldn't have said this would happen. If His campaign did. says it's raised seven point one million bucks since he was processed at the at the Atlanta jail Thursday uh, in the Georgia election subversion case. <laughs> the election subversion. Wow. I got you subversion. Yeah. Um, Trump's fundraising total for the past three weeks following his indictment and arraignment in Washington related to the federal January 6th case and then his surrender and processing at the Fulton County Jail in Georgia is close to $20 million, according to a, ca- a Trump campaign official. On Friday, the day following his arrest in Georgia, Trump raised $4.18 million, the highest grossing day of the entire campaign, that source says. Following Trump's arrest, his campaign also immediately began selling merchandise featuring the former president's mugshot. (laughs) Who said that would happen? Yeah. (laughs) And the sales have contributed to the high fundraising totals. Uh, While Trump is yet to be arraigned in the Georgia case, he made a primetime appearance at the Fulton County Jail Thursday to be booked and released on bond. By the way, brilliant move on his part, I thought. He could have gone early in the morning and gotten it done with, but no. He knows how all this stuff works. He waited until it was prime time and all the news channels would be taking it live. That's mm-hmm. when he did. It. Yep. <laughs> Trump's advisors said they were very pleased with the media coverage Thursday and the former president immediately began to fundraise off his arrest. Uh, by the way, Fannie Willis is also fundraising off of Fannie is his arrest. For real. Yes, she is. Why? Mm-hmm. She's fundraising uh, for her, you know, for the next campaign she does, mm-hmm. for the next time she runs for the office. She doesn't She's, have to. She's fundraising. Look what I did. Send me money. Um, Trump has also returned to X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, for the first time since January of 2021 to share a fundraising note. Quote, I walked into the lion's den with one simple message on behalf of our entire movement. I will never surrender our mission to save America. He wrote Thursday, he asked his supporters to make a campaign contribution to evict President Joe Biden during this dark chapter in our nation's history. Wow. Yeah. You know, Mark, it is, uh, it is just so frustrating. It just is. I cannot believe in this day and age, this is where we are, that this has happened. But you got to stand for something or you fall for anything. And you better decide where you stand. These people don't play. They are evil. They are the devil. And I am more and more convinced that they are the devil's party. The one good thing that is happening in the media right now is there has been a bit of a reality check on the man-made global warming thing about Hawaii and the fire. And um, the Democrats are blaming Hawaii fires on climate change. And yet Uh they keep getting hit with the truth, okay, about the real cause, which is what you said it was going to be. It is going to be a down power line somewhere, which is yep. really what it amounted to. And yep. dry leaves down yep. power lines. Yep. That's what so happened. There you have it. That's the truth. Now the Democrats are, you know, it's like, it's funny when you, when you um, look at pictures of certain media outlets. Okay. And you can tell 
you can kind of tell how they lean based on the pictures they use for a certain story. For instance, if they're leaning kind of conservative, they're going to show up, which is only going to be one or two, but they're going to show a picture of a Republican dressed nicely with a good look on their face. Okay. Even it might be stern, but it's not going to be goofy. Right. But that same thing will, if they are leaning conservative, I'm really thinking about one place Fox news, but they will show a picture of the Democrat that makes it look like they just ate a big bowl of <laughs> excrement. Okay. Thank and, you. And their clothing is out. It, like Huggy bear would have said, I ain't wearing that. You know, that's what they run for their picture. And so it cracks me up to go. Meanwhile, if you go to like CNN or PMSNBC mm, or any of the yeah. others, they do the exact opposite. They have the yeah. Democrat looking like they are presidential and they have the Republicans look like they, they barely just got their sheet off their head before they uh, took the picture kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So, That's, but the headline screaming Democrats blaming Hawaii fires on climate change get hit with hard truth as Maui reveals cause. Wow. There you yeah. go. Um, yeah. They had to work it in. I mean, that's that the fear factor is their big thing, you know? Yeah. Keeping people scared and hoping that the, the, the experts and the politicians will come to their rescue. So they have to keep fanning the flames, so to speak right. of the man-made climate change. Otherwise people aren't afraid. They're speaking of fear. They've just tried the same thing. They rolled out this whole COVID thing. It's coming again. Yep. We're working on new vaccines, mass right. initiatives may be uh, yep. in force again. And, and, there's so much pushback now. There's so much pushback that some of these places that said, yes, we're going to do this. Like the, the film company we talked about the other day and the hospital, uh, 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 the hospital chain we talked about the other day and neither one of their names will come to mind. But, but both of those places have said, oh, no, 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 we're not going to do that. Right. Because there's been so much pushback. Yep. People are fed up. And even yeah. people in, I saw this morning, some guy, it was a quote from some guy up in Northern California. And you know, the further North you get in California, yeah. the loonier it gets, right? This guy from this guy on the street in Northern California says, yeah, I think they lied to us about it. A lot of stuff. Nobody <laughs> wants to do that again. So, <laughs> you think? That's what, so if you still, people in see, Northern Cal California are catching yeah. on, I think everybody's aware. You do see people though still wearing masks and they fit one sure. thing. They're really liberal Democrats or people that listen to public broadcast only PBS, which is bought and paid mm -hmm. for. By the way, you and I put the bill for the liberal pinko commie that is PBS. Yeah. Uh, but they, or, and those who can't spell PBS, they get all their education and political leaning from church where they're <laughs> yeah. told what to do in church. Yeah. And I yeah. bless your heart. If you were at church yesterday and everybody was masked up, you're in the devil's corner. Okay. Wow. Get out of that church and get out in the real world and, and yeah. look, get out in the real world. It's safer than where you are. You've been lied to to sit in that place. And I'm telling you, there are a lot, millions of Americans getting lied to in the pulpit yesterday, like nobody's business. Oh, it's so sad. sad. Yeah. A place, um, a place which, which is supposed to help you overcome fear. Yep. Because fear, by and large, fear is a lie. Unless yep. it's the fear of God, fear is right. a lie. Those places are making you afraid. You need to wear that mask. Yep. By the way, there's not a there's not a study on earth that says masks actually will prevent no, anything like that. Don't you want to go up to people that are wearing a mask and say, I hate that you've been lied to. Please oh. take that off because you're, you look smarter than that, you know, but yeah. you've bought into a lie, but you look smarter than that. Please don't do that. Listen, we live in a society where my wife, she deals with the public every day, sits behind a big sheet of glass, right? She handles yeah. money. She's got this big, thick piece yeah. of uh, plexiglass between her and mm -hmm. the customers. And she has people walk up wearing masks. She won't be wearing one. And they'll say, it sure would make me more comfortable if you'd put on a mask. 
And I'm just like, she's they behind say that? a sheet of, she's, yes, she's behind a sheet of glass, right? Wow. <laughs> it's got an opening for shoving stuff in and out of, and that's about yeah. it. <laughs> Man, can you imagine if you and I were the bobbleheads that talked in there? Oh, boy. I just, I told her one day, I said, what you should do is just reach up and tap on the glass and say, this is my mask. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> uh, I would feel much better if you would take yours off because I think you're going to rob me. I got to call 911. A guy wearing a mask is in here yelling at me. I'm really afraid. You know, why not? Hey, Mark, uh, up next, Canada has showed itself again. Oh, and it really? started a couple of weeks ago when Canada said that uh, that Muslims in Canada uh, were were being bought and sold by the Republican Party in the United States. And because of how they feel about the LGBTQIA agenda and what the Muslims said then cracked me up, but they've taken it another step. So our friend to the north is not really our friend to the north. Trust me, if they invade, okay, they won't invade because they'll, they'll have to wear a mask. You know, they, we're like the plexiglass, <laughs> but still, maybe we invade them before they invade us. We depend on our drinking water supply daily, but where does that water come from? Your water provider encourages you to get to know your local water source so together we can protect and preserve it. The investments we make as a community to protect our water source now ensure we have a sustainable drinking water supply for the future. Visit drinktap.org to learn more. This message is brought to you by the American Water Works Association and your local water provider. You know, it was funny on the uh, TV show, Big Bang Theory, when Sheldon thought that uh, they needed to turn their uh, damaged elevator into a uh, missile silo because he was afraid that Canada was going to, you know, invade. He said, well, you don't think those hippies in Washington and Oregon are going to stop them, do you? You know, well, a couple of weeks ago when Muslims in Canada were, again, if you look at religion around the world, most religions, but Muslims in particular, not in favor of gay marriage, uh, do not support homosexuality, and neither does any religion that believes in God, a God anyway. But bottom line, it's pretty normal, okay? Pretty normal, pretty common business. Uh, the only ones who don't want to admit that are the so-called believers in office, <laughs> which it cracks me up that, you know, how do Catholics, Jews, and Muslims, how can they all be Democrat? How can mm -hmm. those people be Democrats? It, yeah. One thing is either they're lying about their politics or they're lying about their religion there is mm. because those three groups are not consistent with the Democrat, you know, party. Right. Yeah. But I think Canada, they're lying about both. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I do too. Um, but on the front page of foxnews.com, it says Canada reveals game plan in case a conservative wins the U S presidential election. Oh. This is on foxnews.com. They're preparing. Uh, the foreign affairs minister says Canada wow. is preparing a game plan. In case of a far right shift in the U.S., huh. uh, the politician says she wonders how we as a democracy are able to thwart the growth of the far right in our country. She huh. actually said this out loud. This is what yeah. they believe, friends. You've got to realize lefties are this way. The Canadian left is no different than the Democrat Party in the United States. Oh, They're oh. just more out front about it. Yes, that's the difference. They're more out front and they they are very confident in their ability to do whatever they want, regardless of the will of the people now, because they have gone so far. Wow. It's they've gone so far that the people can't fight back against them. So right. they'll do anything they want to do. It's it's a shame. It but is. That, there's an actual real. Again, when when Canada 
made the crack about uh, the Republican Party and uh, and Muslims. Um, I remember when I saw that, you know, I, I thought there's going to have to be pushback. You know, there there has to be. The Muslims yeah. are not going to allow this to be said about them, you know, as a religion. I wouldn't allow somebody to put something on me as a Christian saying that I believe something because of a political party. Right. And yeah, it, because the, the only thing I hold, this is the only thing means anything. My, my actual belief system, you're talking about what I believe to be true. Right. And yeah. you start messing with what you claim. I believe <laughs> we yeah. got a problem there, buddy. Yeah. Well, in the minds of these people, these leftists, these communists mm-hmm. that you remember what the, religion is the opiate of the people. Remember the saying, <laughs> yeah. it is the, it is the opiate of the people. So in other words, we're stupid. This is our drug of choice. Yeah. So they will let us have it until it's inconvenient. And when it's inconvenient, they will blame it for all of the evils in society and do what they can to abolish it, which is what's happened in every Marxist nation that, <laughs> that they've risen and they've fallen. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. they oppress the people. They don't let them worship or they dictate how they will worship. Right. And, and if, uh, if yeah. you're wondering what I was saying. It, I went ahead and looked it back up. It came out in July, uh, July, middle of July, when Justin Trudeau blames the American right wing for Muslims opposing LGBTQ curriculum in right. Canada yeah. um, with leave our kids alone, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> blaming the American right wing for Canadian Muslims opposition to gender ideology. That's what they're, the whole gender ideology that uh, Obama wanted to teach to kindergartners, if you remember. Yes. Which, yes, you know, it's the right thing a true to do. thing or yes. said in jest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Barack Obama is gonna wants to teach kindergartens mm-hmm. about sex education. <laughs> but it's the right thing to do. Wow. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, because you know the Muslims actually are standing for what they truly believe in. You know, well they don't believe that they're being influenced by these Republicans. <laughs> really? You think the Republican Party can sway the religion <laughs> really? of Muhammad? <laughs> really? Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. Last time I checked, all the Muslims that are in our government are over on the Democrat side. <laughs> yes, they are. And which goes to show you either they're not really Democrats or they're not really Muslims. And I'm telling you, mm. they are really Muslims. But mm. what are Muslims wow. allowed to do, Mark? Muslims that are would, allowed to lie as long yes. as in the end, Muhammad is pushed forward. That's exactly right. And they will tell you anything you want to hear yep. to get what they want. We don't believe that. No, that that's a lie. We don't believe that at all, Mark. You mm. know we don't believe that is not true. Mm. We yeah. why would we, who would you know what? The only person who would say something like that about us is somebody who's you know what? You're an Islamophobe. <laughs> that's what you are. Right. Yeah. We do go ahead and you fly know, that flag. We believe in teaching gender ide- ideology. We yeah. believe in yeah, yeah. We believe in all that. Yeah. No. And I, you know, we don't really throw gay people off bridges, Mark, with nooses oh, around no, their neck. No. We do not do that. And we That's, don't sell Christians for sale into slavery. We don't do that mm, in Muslim no. nations. But who would do that? Oh, you know what? That's a lie <laughs> of the devil. That's a lie of the Christians and, and Republicans. That's who it yeah, is. That's what it is. If you want to find the original victim class, it's the Muslims. Yeah. It goes so far back that we now refer to the Palestinians as a people without a homeland because it was taken away from them by the Jews. Remember this? And they never had a homeland. These people, these people were all, they're the redheaded stepchildren in the Muslim world. And they've been kicked around by the Muslim community Mm -hmm. for ages, way before Israel was Mm -hmm. founded back in the forties. And it's just, 
they're the victims. They've been playing the victim card for so long that the rest of the world just says, oh, those poor Muslim people, let's do whatever we can to help them. Let's ignore everything they do wrong. Let's let them flood into our country and rape our women and do whatever they, they're just misunderstood. That's how bad the victim card is for these people. And now we have people in our government who lie, tell bald-faced lies to news cameras and to their constituents. And when they're confronted, they scream discrimination. It's just, it's just sick. It's twisted. But that's how the left works. And by the way, I think the thing that bothers me, you said something that a lot of people nowadays do not know. The nation of Israel was founded after World War II, by the, yes. you know, and it happened in 1948. And there's a reason for that. Before then, there was no nation of Israel, not in, in, on the map, you know. And I think this is something that people don't understand. And so, because they don't understand that part, what you just said about the Palestinians doesn't really make sense. It's like the lie has taken over for the truth. The truth is out there, but the lie has its home because nobody. Who has the time, Mark? Who has yeah. the time? You got to start making the time. Maybe it's time to get rid of the phone for a little while, get rid of the computer for except for podcasts like ours, but get rid of all the other stuff that you find entertaining and actually study about, you know, spend one year of your life just studying the words of the Mark and Mac show and <laughs> you'll be better for it. The world will be, you know, Mark, we will sing Kumbaya and drink a Coke, have a Coke and a smile. Yeah. What's our attorney's number again? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mark. What and is you the deal? You talked about you talked about them not being on the map, and you're absolutely right about that. the uh, The thing is that neither was Palestine. Right. I mean, it's 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 an area that's referred to, but the Palestinian people never have had a homeland. Nope. And, and that's something to remember. And what you see, people like uh, the the Muslims who are our, in our government, who who uh, use there's a phrase they use from the is it from the mountains to the sea palestine will be free something yeah. like that and what that means it's from the mountains in on the east to the sea on the west well, that's where israel is they want to wipe israel off the map and make no mistake of it the people who are in our government who are muslims want to wipe israel off the map as well i'm trying to remember um I wasn't ready for this day in class, sir. I was not ready for the pop quiz. <laughs> it's just all popped into my head, you know. Yeah. Just oh yeah, those people. Levant. The um, oh yeah, oh the yeah, and the Levant. The, yes. If you remember, I remember um, when Obama first used the term ISIL. Remember, it was ISIS, Islamic State yes. of Iraq and Syria. Yes. And when he announced that name, he then said ISIL or ISIL. He said them both in the same speech. Yes. Yes. And people were like, why? Hey, all right. We're all calling it ISIS. He's calling it ISIL. Why is yeah. that? And I said then, and I will say it again now, 10 years later, ISIL is a term for Muslims around the world that mm -hmm. do not. It's the Islamic State of Iraq and the Levant. The Levant is a land bridge. That's what they call it. They do not recognize Israel as a nation state. The Muslims don't. And that's what Levant was. And that's what ISIL is. And the, Obama was the only one. He's the only one that said it. You know what? I didn't even know what it meant, Mark. I looked it right. up because I'm like, why is he saying that? I know he doesn't do anything for no reason, but yeah. it was like he did that. And then he brings that uh, traitor. Remember the Bo? Uh, uh, yes. Bergdahl. Uh, Bergdahl. Yeah. But yeah, he Bergdahl. comes in and what does his dad do? His, his dad says, 
oh, Bo's been in uh, the hands of Mo-. No, he hadn't. He speaks mm-hmm. Muslim out there in the Rose Garden and turns the, uh, you know, claims the White House for, Mo- for Muhammad, you know, yep. East Bay Mine or whatever. And it's like, all I'm thinking of is I had to look it up. Okay. I had to look up what that meant. I mean, did not anybody else find that interesting? I couldn't be the only person that looked up. Why does Obama call it ISIL? Why is yep. this guy allowing that? I couldn't be the only one. But then I realized there are so few people looking it up because the media isn't pointing out. The media is not doing its job. The reason right. the media has protection by the Constitution of the United States is so they can say, this is what Obama said and this is what it means. That's yeah. what, and it start. you know, you think about it. I believe our country was overthrown on November 22nd, 1963. And everything that's happened since then has been part of a big crime. And I believe mm-hmm. Obama was a big part of that. Otherwise, how do you end up with flipping Joe Biden, Mark? How do you end up with the election of 2020, if not that we were all had? I think there have been a couple of anomalies that have bumped along the way where somebody bucked the system and won. Donald Trump was that person in 2016. Why do you yeah. think they were so fierce? The fir- have they ever been this bad? I mean, it was bad against uh, you know George W. Bush. If you remember, they tried True. to get him yeah. every way they could, but yeah. they couldn't because he was part of them too. You know, the the Bushes. <laughs> why he was a you, spook? He knew right. he knew it all. So yes. he did. I mean, his dad is a dad. You know, George Herbert Walker Bush was head of the CIA for crying out loud. Yeah. If that's not somebody that is involved, so you go around and you've got the only one who's not involved is Trump. He beats Hillary only because and the only way he won. The only way he won the 2016 election was by, can you imagine what the real vote count had to be, Mark? It had to be such an enormous difference. I mean, we're talking 100 million votes. I mean, there had to have been so many votes different to overcome what had happened. And and they made sure in 2020 it didn't. And that's the sad reality. I think the American people have got to have seen that, Mark. They Mm -hmm. have to. Yep. I, you're talking about vote differences. It made me think of uh, it made me think of Florida and Al Gore. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Remember all that? Yep. All of that. Hanging chads. Hanging, Hanging chads. chads and Al Gore on his search in specific left leaning yep. counties in Florida to find enough votes to defeat George uh, W. Bush. And yep. the thing was that that. Uh, that finally, somebody, uh, a Supreme Court justice, mm-hmm. and it, I can't remember which one now, uh, finally said to his people, look, it's obvious what you're doing. If you don't stop it, we'll turn it over to the state legislator later. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. You can either bow out gracefully mm-hmm. or get kicked out right. by the state legislature. And uh, they decided to bow out gracefully mm-hmm. because it wouldn't look good for them right. if it was exposed what they actually were doing. Right. Well, they but were it, actually they were actually fraudulently trying to find more votes so they could win. Right. They weren't looking in every county in Florida to make it a fair election. They were just looking for Democrat votes. That's all they were looking for. Now, if that had happened during this most recent election and Donald Trump was actually looking only for Republican votes, do you think he would be walking free today? <laughs> I don't think so. You know, um, coming up next, because we got to take another time out real quick, but uh, there is something that happened in the Trump stuff uh, last week that hasn't really been reported a whole that you need to know about. Coming up next. You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. 
You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. You know, Mark, I almost called you over the weekend. Oh, no. Um, Mark and I do tend to take a couple of days off from one another. We will text back and forth, but, you know, we're not Bert and Ernie. We don't live together. No, no. And But uh, I actually misread a, he- a story. You know, just the headline of a story. I didn't know Harrison Ford was one of the guys indicted in Atlanta. <laughs> and why are they holding him? Harrison Ford is still in jail. The thing is, it was something that passed while I was like, you know how you're looking, you glance down at your phone while you're in a traffic light, light yeah. turns green and you're going Harrison Ford. Oh. oh my gosh. You know? <laughs> so you're that guy was behind blowing yeah. my horn. Get off it your was, stupid phone. Oh no, I was Drive not that guy. Car. It was part, It was over there. I saw the headline and went, okay, when I get up here, I'm going to look, you know, I'm like Harrison Ford. I didn't know he was part of this. It's Harrison Floyd that is still in jail. And yeah, he's a, one of the right? he's one of the co-defendants in the Georgia election fraud case um, that's facing former President Donald Trump. Harrison Floyd is being held without bail. He's the only guy. Black Voices for Trump leader Harrison Floyd is being held at Fulton County Jail in Atlanta, Georgia, after turning himself in Thursday. Judge Emily Richardson said, I do find that based on the open charge against you, there are grounds for bond to be denied at this point. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and find that you are at risk to commit additional felonies at wow. a potential risk to flee the jury and a potential risk to flee the jurisdiction. Uh, Richardson because made he's the, black, right? And that's why they're doing this. They're doing it, this it, to make every black in America yeah. feel real fear for voting for Trump. This is what we'll do to you. Yeah. And she deemed him a flight risk which I think is really interesting because he went to Atlanta. Right. He, he, he stood before these people. Is somebody who's a flight risk going to go to judge and turn themselves to the judge and turn themselves in? No, they're not. An honest person will, but not somebody who's a flight risk. Floyd's facing charges of influencing witnesses, conspiracy to commit solicitation, solicitation of false statements and writings and violating the Georgia RICO act. Uh, among the 19 co-defendants, Floyd is the only individual not to strike a bond agreement ahead of surrendering to authorities. He represented himself in court, saying that legal counsel was too expensive. And what is this said uh, about a person who represents himself in court? He has a fool for a client. Has a fool for a client. Everybody else, <laughs> they're very careful to point this out. Everybody else negotiated ahead of time. Nobody went before the judge and had the judge dictate anything. The judge right. didn't have to decide everything. It was all done ahead of time. Why? Was nobody helping this man? You know, mm. um, did he not reach out? Did he say, no, I'm going to fight this on my, I don't know what he said or did. I don't know who he is. I don't know him. I just think it's odd, strange, and bad that mm. the, the, that one guy, the one, you know, you've got an African-American man here that they deem a flight risk. Yeah. They deem him a flight a, risk. A guy who came, who actually came to Atlanta. He actually showed up at court. He's a flight risk. Yeah. I mean, I, I, okay. I can see it in some cases, but does this guy, I mean, does he really have a real record of real yeah. crime? And besides this made up stuff that they're throwing at him right now, I, this is I doubt it. it. Is. I think yeah, they're doing it to how, scare black voters who, who support yeah. Trump. I think that's what yeah. they're saying. I, I mean, this welcome. is as racist as it gets, Mark. I mean, really welcome to the banana Republic. Holy that's cow. Where we are. And we've yeah. got to fix this and I don't know how.
That's the bad part, Mark. Usually you have a solution. Usually you have an answer. We don't have one. There is none. Yeah. And what the, the answer only... is usually to go to the polls. Yes, you know? but they've rigged it's the, it. it. Yeah, it's exactly right. We it, we used to be confident that we could go en masse to the voting uh, booth and make a change. So and here's now what we do. You can't. Yeah. We, you know what? You, you eat the elephant one bite at a time. Right. You do not eat the elephant as a whole. So rather than think about this as a national, how do we fix it on a national scale? Here's how we fix it. At our local voting place where we have that, you know, like in the community, I, I live in a small community. Yeah, we have a lot of different places where one can vote. I need to go to each one of these and say, what do we need to do to change this to a paper ballot? Yeah. And then go to my local official. I've got a local state uh, representative and a state senator. Who are my guys? Who can I actually lean on? Who can I lean on locally? We all have this. We yeah. all have a pathway to the Capitol. You, and I mean, they're there. That's why we vote. Why do I vote for Joe Schmo? Joe Schmo says he's going to represent me and my family in Montgomery, Alabama, or in Washington, mm -hmm. D.C., or whatever it is. Fine. Then from me, my representative is uh, in Washington, D.C., is uh, Mike Rogers. Yeah. Do you know who your rep is in the state? Do you know who your rep is? Del Marsh? Is who, who is your rep? Right. Find out. And that's where people, we start. Yeah. And we ask them, who on your staff handles voting? Who on your staff handles this? And we find out. And yeah. we've got a year. We've got over a year. And we do two things. One, we go for the we go for the holiday. We need we need an executive. Well, golly, that ain't gonna work. We have to. Yeah. Well, we could in the state. The state could have a state holiday. Mm -hmm. We could have a state holiday for voting day, the day we vote. But we need to stop all this lying, cheating, vote early, vote often stuff that you, that used to be the joke about Democrat, you know, in the, the yeah, Northeast where in like in Chicago or uh, not Northeast, but like in Chicago where they, they steal elections with dead people, you know, vote early, vote often. That whole thing <laughs> came from that. And it's like, we that's that's rigged. That's ridiculous. No more yeah. early voting. And, and you know what? Yeah. The only way an early vote gets is supposed to be counted is if in the end there are more absentee ballots sitting off to the side, then there are a difference between winner and loser. Meaning right. if we have 1 million early votes, absentee ballots, okay, they're sitting over here. And if Mark is running against Mac and Mark beats me by 2 million votes, there's only a million of these other votes left. They're not enough yeah. to sway the, uh, change the election outcome. They don't even get counted. The only way those are supposed to be counted is if they would change the overall vote. That's the only way they're supposed to be counted. Do you realize that's the law? Wow. That's the flipping law. And yet, what do we do? No, we're getting them out of people's trunks of cars to change elections. Yeah. The reason the votes are so close is because they lie, cheat, and steal so they can get these. It yeah. is so gone, we got to change it. We need one day of voting, and we need, we need a paper ballot with a pencil. A number two lead pencil, that's it. I agree. No voting machines. Yeah. No, but and every place, you know what, Mark, every voting precinct, every place, if you've got a Republican, a Democrat, the water people, whoever is on the ballot, they have a right to be there to watch every ballot cast, every vote counted. Yep. Now, here's the thing. The election process is controlled on the state level. Your state determines how your elections are held. And it is not your governor that does that. It's the legislature that does that, your state legislature. So you need to you need to find out who your state legislators are and you need to start camping on their doorstep, so to speak, and tell them this is what we need to do. 
We need paper ballots. We need day of voting. We need to eliminate all of the all of the loopholes that are there right now. You need to cancel the contracts with the electronic voting machine people. You need to do everything necessary to change things on the state level. And two, you need to work on your representatives in D.C. and get them to repeal the 17th Amendment. Because until you do that, your senator in Washington, D.C. can be influenced by everybody else there and pass legislation which will negate what you're working on at the state level. So you've got to do both of those things. Yeah. If you don't. Yeah, that's what we've got to do. We, we, the got people to. have to do it, Mark. We, we, it's got to be all of us together. We have to do it. Oh my goodness. It's so sad. But you know, I, I was looking at this, I'm thinking you're right though. We can do it. Yeah. But it's going to have to be an organized effort. All right. Um, we have a plan. Oh, one last thing. Rush Probst. You remember that name, Mark? Yes. High school football, Alabama. He was at Hoover. Back 20 years ago when they did a TV show on MTV called Two-A-Days. Yep. He was uh, unceremoniously <laughs> fired from Hoover because he's a guy that has a, a a checkered past. The one thing he does is he wins as a head coach. He wins yeah. state championships. He creates winning teams. Um, after getting canned in Hoover, he ended up in Georgia um, where he created a, another winning tradition at whatever school he was there. He ended up getting canned. Anyway, he's moved around a good bit. Now he's in Pell City, Alabama, and he took over a team in Pell City. The Warriors were one and nine last year. One and nine. Mm. They were a they were the um they were the team that you scheduled for homecoming. Okay. That's who they were at. <laughs> and they'd been that way for a little while. Not much of a program. Rush Probst was hired to take over the program. He did. And this past Friday night, Pell City. The Warriors took on Moody. Moody is a perennial favorite in the state of Alabama as a winner. They have a winning tradition. They've been in the playoffs, I think, for the last several years um, and expected to, to to fight for the state title this year. And that was Pell City's first game with Rush Probst as head coach. And daggone it, they almost won. They wow. lost. They lost, uh, but they did have a chance to win it. There were a couple of bad calls, I think, during the game. But Rush Probst has actually, in in a matter of months, during the offseason has made them a playable team. Now, I, there's something that came out, and I, I'm only going to throw this out there because there was controversy. It's Rush Probst. There's going to be controversy, high school football. There was a bit of a melee. Uh, the team at Moody, the team at Pell City, a few uh, emotions running high, okay? Yes, yeah. Uh, Pell City, actually, in the first half was winning, and Moody was not real happy about that, and some of their players were kind of losing it. And there was a point where there was a late hit on uh from the moody player had a late hit on the pell city kid can't remember the guy's name and i apologize the late hit was flagged but the pell city guys got really upset they're like you know because you could hurt somebody a late hit can ruin mm -hmm. somebody a late hit can cause you a career i know you're only in high school but imagine a late hit making it so you can never play again and so a number of the pell city teams started going towards the melee you do not want that to happen if you're the mm -hmm. coach you do not want your players fighting. Fighting is never good. Nobody wins. It's like a headbutt. Nobody wins in a headbutt. Nobody wins in a fight on the football field. Everybody gets thrown out, Mark. You don't win a game when you get thrown out. Rush Probst sees his players going. He's yelling at them, stop it, come back here. And his son, John David Probst, takes off to go get in the melee. He's a wide receiver. I think he's a sophomore. He goes to get in the fight, and Rush is screaming at him. And he's not. he takes his headset off. Now, he's the coach, but right now he became dad. Yeah. And dad probes takes his headgear off 
his headset and flings it at his son and hits him in the helmet. Get up back here. And he yeah. did. And a lot has been made about this. Hmm. In that moment, Rush Probst, I'm not a Rush Probst defender, by the way. Don't particularly care for him or his coaching techniques or anything else, but he's a winner on the field. Off the field, I don't think so. But on the field, he creates winning teams. In that moment, though, he wasn't the coach of Pell City. He was a dad who saw his son going to do something that could hurt him. His son, not his team, his son. Throwing a headset at a kid wearing a football helmet, it's not mm. hurting the kid. It's going to hurt no. the headset, which is yeah, exactly what happened. Headset yeah. cracked and a technician on the sideline had to fix it. But a lot has been said about that. You're like, what? Anyway, I just thought it, I found it interesting. That there was a lot of criticism about the game. And Probst, they raised a lot of money this summer. He took over in uh, like their practice schedule mark for this football season. While everybody else got out of school, the football team started practicing June 3rd, 4th, something like that. Wow. They, they did from 530 in the morning, full day workouts, all the way till school began. They didn't have wow. summer vacation. When August hit and school began the first week of August, they started getting to the school to work out at 5.30. 5.30 on the field. Wow. Two hours, yeah, to practice for two hours before you hit the game. Hit, hit, and, but turned around a team in the summer when they weren't playing, you know, wow. just practice. So there you go. Just throwing it out there that even at the high school level, um, there's winners and losers, and sometimes they rest in the same individual, you mm -hmm. know? You can be a winner yeah. in one thing and a loser in the other, and it's all in the same person. That's how life is. But uh, I did find it interesting that he was back on the sidelines. And while he didn't win, the fact that Pell City wasn't blown out mm -hmm. by a team like Moody yeah. showed that a lot of teams this year that might have scheduled Pell City as their homecoming game <laughs> are going to be really sad, you know? <laughs> We never walked on the moon. Elvis ain't dead. You ain't going crazy. It's all in your head. 